Hi there, I'm Vincent Boss and I provide dating and self-improvement advice. And in today's podcast, we're going to be discussing the truth about breadcrumbs from your ex. I provide audio coaching for breakup recovery, trying to get an ex back, attracting someone new, and life coaching. Visit www.dateme.tips for more details. Please check your spam and junk folders if you are expecting an email from me. So now let's get back into today's podcast. And today we are discussing the truth about breadcrumbs from your ex. So if you have been dumped and want to try to get your ex back, you might be confused about breadcrumbs. In today's podcast, I'll be discussing three points to consider regarding the truth about dumper breadcrumbs. So let's get straight into this. And point number one is what are breadcrumbs? So different people will suggest that breadcrumbs means different things. Everybody has their own take on this. And here is mine. When we're considering a breakup and we're speaking about breadcrumbs, I believe they relate to when your ex sends some type of contact towards you, which initially at least seems like you don't necessarily have to respond. So let me elaborate a bit more because there are many different types of breadcrumbs. So first of all, let's consider social media. Within social media, there could be different types of breadcrumbs. If somebody was to like your post, if somebody was to put an emoji connected to something you have posted, I believe that they could constitute as breadcrumbs. Maybe this is your expert dumper you haven't spoke to in three to six months and you receive a random, sudden acknowledgement on something you post online, such as a like, such as a smiley, such as something where you're thinking, well, they're not talking to me in months. They dumped me a while ago now. Why are they liking my post? What is that about? You know, I would suggest that could count as breadcrumbs. Now, another type of breadcrumb connected with social media is if they actually comment on your post. But maybe they don't put much effort seemingly within this comment. You've posted a photo, you've posted a status of some kind, and all of a sudden, out of the blue, your ex comments on it. Now, maybe they post a statement, which is text, which does not include a question mark. Something such as if you've posted a photo, they might just put looking good. Maybe you've posted a status where you're talking about something that you've done recently and they put two or three words underneath, okay? It's not a question. It's not connected to anything that you instinctively have to respond to. That could also count as breadcrumbs. Now, when we consider direct messaging, whether it's on social media or whether it's just a regular text message or whatever it may be, again, breadcrumbs could be some type of statement I saw your post online earlier. I'm glad you're doing well. Okay, that doesn't include a question. That would be, in essence, a statement. That, I believe, could be deemed as breadcrumbs. But also, something that does include a question mark, an actual question, that some people might believe doesn't have enough effort attached. Maybe your expert dumper sends you a text message, and it just says, hi, how are you? And you're thinking, well, you dumped me months ago. Okay, you dumped me over a year ago. And you just come out of nowhere and you put, hi, how are you? You know, that is not something that I want to respond to. Or should you? 
And this is where today's podcast is going to delve into what I believe you should be responding to and what I believe you shouldn't. But although some people believe that you should ignore all breadcrumbs, I do not agree. You know, I believe that you can grow the largest tree from the smallest acorn. I believe there is possibility, although nothing can be guaranteed, to grow breadcrumbs. And through today's podcast, I'll be separating what I believe you should do to what I believe you shouldn't do. And this can be something that you take on board. Of course, you've got to use your own decision making. This is your life. You know, it's not mine. It's not anybody else's that's giving you advice. This is for you to make those choices. But I'm going to explain to you from my many years of research what I believe will give you that best possible chance of success of trying to reattract your ex, get back into a relationship and reform your bond. So if you want to try to get your ex back, listen through the rest of a podcast and you will hear my do's and don'ts about the truth of breadcrumbs from your ex. So now let's get into point number two and the second point of today's podcast. Please like this video if you're watching on YouTube and subscribe to the channel. And point number two is breadcrumbs to respond to. So this is part of a podcast where I'm going to be discussing what I believe you should be responding to when you receive something which could be deemed as a breadcrumb. Now, I believe if you receive contact from your ex, then by and large, you should be responding. Now, there are some exceptions to this, but this is what I'll be speaking about later. So please listen through to those exceptions. But if you receive a direct message from your ex, by and large, generally speaking, I think you should reply. Now, to me, it doesn't matter if your ex sends you numerous paragraphs or if they just send you that example I mentioned earlier, such as, hi, how are you? It's my belief that if your expert dumper has sent you a message, then they're clearly thinking about you. People don't send people messages that they're not thinking about. Have a consideration for yourself. Do you send text messages to people that you don't want a conversation with? Do you send text messages to people but you don't want to find out what they're up to and why? Of course not. People only do this if they're thinking about that other person. And therefore, if you receive contact from your ex, no matter how small, no matter how short, I believe you should respond. Now, the aim, of course, is to try and eventually meet your ex and to really fully understand what exactly they're looking for and why. You know, is it something such as platonic friendship, which you're not interested in? Or is it something that can be grown into romantic emotional attraction? It's that high point where you and your ex can get back together into a relationship. This is further down the line. You probably won't know for certain until you meet up, look each other in the eye, and really feel that vibe. But right now, you've received contact from your ex, and you have two choices. You can either ignore it or you can respond. Now, if you're thinking, now I'm going to ignore it. I need more from my ex. I want them to put in more effort. What I would say to you is be very, very careful with that decision. I've spoken to many, many dumpers over the years and a lot of them have told me they would only reach out to their dumpy once, maybe twice. And the reason they would say they would do this is because they already feel they've hurt their ex. And if they don't get a response, they're going to be feeling like their dumpy doesn't want anything to do with them. And at that point, they might try and leave them alone for good. So be careful. I can't guarantee your expert dumper is thinking this, but I can tell you for certain, I've been told by dumpers that sometimes this is their thought pattern. 
So if you receive contact from your ex and you think, no, I want more effort than this. I want more words. You might never hear from them again. You might do, but you might not. And there's the warning I'm giving you because I've heard it from dumpers themselves. Some dumpers, I would actually say more than half of the people who spoke to me about this have told me that they would be very careful in how much contact they gave their dumpee. So if you're thinking you want more words, be careful because you might not hear from them again. And if you're wondering why would a dumper after many months or longer even reach out with so little, often it's because the dumper is feeling quite tentative. They don't really know what to put. They don't know your reaction. They're worried. You might not think they are, but they can be. And therefore, you're not necessarily going to get a long message explaining how upset they've been with how they treated you, how they're sorry, and how they want to reconnect. Now, when I advise dumpers on how to behave, I actually suggest that they reach out to their dumpy and apologise, explain themselves, and all of those things. But sadly, not all dumpers are going to be tuning into my channel. So, not all dumpers are going to get that message on board of how important it is to explain themselves. A lot of the time, you're going to get something very small, very short, or something very confusing. We like to refer to this as the indirect direct approach. It's direct because it's a direct message to you, but it's indirect because it doesn't seem initially like they actually want to reconnect with you. They might ask you a question such as, hey, hi, have you, have you got my socks? At your house. I'm sure I'll have to pair my socks at your house. And you're thinking to yourself, we split up six months ago. Why do you need a random pair of socks? Okay, that's an indirect direct approach example of where the dumper is just trying to find out what your vibe is, how you're feeling, what you're going to say back to them. You know, they're not going to say necessarily, hi, I miss you. I'm sorry. Please can we reconnect? Okay, so be wary of what you get and be wary of how you respond, because if you decide not to, you might not get this chance again. Now, if you want advice and support on how to try and increase the chance of one day getting your ex back, if you want help and support about navigating what may or may not be breadcrumbs you should respond to, then you may want to consider my audio coaching service, where me and you can speak one-on-one -on -one about your unique specific situation. Go to my website, www.dateme.tips, for more information about how I can become your coach and your teammate via my audio coaching service. So now let's get into point number three and the final point of today's podcast about the truth about breadcrumbs from your ex. And point number three is breadcrumbs to ignore. So these are the breadcrumbs, but I think you should ignore, or at least if you do ignore them, it's not going to necessarily cause you any harm. Now, the first of which is when we're considering social media. And when I said earlier on about your ex might like a post of yours, in my belief, you have no reason to respond to this. If they've reacted to a post or a photo, whatever it may be, I don't believe you need to send anything to them. Especially if they've just given it a like or a smiley, there's nothing more for you to do. They definitely need to be working harder to have a conversation with you. They definitely need to be sending you a message. Now, what if they type a comment under your status? And it's a comment which is a statement and it's not a question. Again, I don't think you have to respond. If this is public, if this is on your public wall or whatever social media you're using, you post a status, then they type a comment which is not a question, it's a statement. I don't think you have to respond. Maybe you could give it a like if it deserves one, but nothing more. It's in a public setting. There is no need 
for you to send a text back. Now, how about if they do directly message you? Maybe it's on social media. Maybe it's through a text message app, whatever it may be. Earlier on, I said to you, for a certain text, but I do suggest that you don't respond to. By and large, I think you should, but sometimes I don't think you should be doing so. And this is my belief on this. If you receive a direct message, which is a statement, so not a question, a statement, and it's maybe the fourth or fifth time you've received a statement and you've not been able to grow the breadcrumbs from this point, then at that stage, I think you have every right to no longer respond. So let me just break that down again for you. Let's just say you receive a direct message from your ex. Now, as I said earlier, I think no matter what it says, you should be responding, even if it's a statement, even if it's very short. However, this is, of course, trying to grow that conversation with the eventual aim of one day meeting up again. Now, if you try and do this and it goes nowhere, that could be frustrating. But sometimes it takes a few laps, as I call it, round before your dumper will decide to meet you. What I mean by this is maybe the exchange of messages doesn't go the way you hope, your ex vanishes again, then two months down the line, they reappear with another message. I suggest you do the same again. Respond, grow the conversation, and if you want more advice about navigating miscommunication stage and how to deal with the texts, again, my audio coaching could be something that could help you on that. But generally speaking, you're trying to grow that conversation and you're trying to get to a point of where you meet. Now, if once again, it goes nowhere, again, that's two times now, what happens at this point? A few months down the line, your ex reaches out again. Now, in my belief, you give them one more chance if it's just a statement. So you go around again and you try and see if you can grow it. If you don't, if you're unable to meet your ex after the third time, then you're now moving into the realms of a fourth, a fifth and beyond, where I believe you should now not necessarily respond to the breadcrumb. And what I mean by this is if fourth, fifth and beyond, you receive contact from your ex, and again, it's a statement, then I do not believe you should respond. They've had their opportunity and at that stage, I believe as well that they need to put in a little bit more effort. If they want your attention after refusing to meet or grow us any further, then they need to work harder from this point. I will give them a chance. As I said earlier, dumpers have told me they might not reach out again. So you need to give them that opportunity, even if it's a short message, even if it's a statement without a question, you need to give them that chance. But once we get to four, five, six times down the line, then unless they're asking you a question, unless it seems worthwhile, then I don't suggest you respond. Because at that stage, this could be really affecting your mental health. And the reasoning and the rationale as to why they're reaching out is not necessarily as clear as what it could be. You know, we're thinking, why are you continuing reaching out, but it's never going anywhere? That can be very frustrating, very upsetting, and you shouldn't be putting yourself through that. In fact, and I don't say this lightly, once it gets to four, five, six times, if it's still not going anywhere, then for your own mental health sake, you may need to consider blocking your ex, but only if you're comfortable with that decision, because of course, you're then closing the door on possible reconnection. If you believe that this podcast has helped you, then please consider buying me a coffee. The link to do so is in the description.